Um, hey. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is... W- welcome back to Game Tweens. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you like that name. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, we really should think of a good name for this show, because game... it's not going to be Game Tweens. But I don't know what it's... I don't know what it's going to be. Um... So yeah, this is a podcast. It's a, it's a, it, I'm I'm Jesse Lemons. I'm William Lemons. This is a, a game podcast uh, about video games because we both make video games, and uh, yeah. So what have uh, what have you been doing? Mostly mostly working and still just playing the. Uh, that uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. Not Still. Really, not really playing much other new games other than like a couple of tablet things that I've played forever, but that's about it. Still playing Elder Scrolls Online though? Yes. Still still sticking with it, even though everybody else I know is like got it, and I think they're still paying a subscription for it, but have played it maybe twice. <laughs> nice. Um, are you like... So I guess you're still enjoying it. Like, what do you, like, what keeps you going back? Because the thing that I have a problem with with most MMOs is it feels very like kind of samey after a while. Especially the time I spent playing City of Heroes and WoW. Like, uh, if you tried to solo the game, it was kind of difficult. And if you tried to, and and and, and at that point, I'm like. Why am I playing an MMO if I'm playing a solo character? But if you were looking for some party that was not your friends, um, like just some public group or something, then uh, it became like running the same uh, running the same like boss or dungeon like repeatedly until you were over level for that boss, and then running the next tier of boss until you were over level for that boss. But I imagine Elder Scrolls is different. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's... <clears throat> the. I think that the quest stuff is laid out pretty well so that if you just go from one quest to the next and get through all of them, you're pretty much constantly on on level with the quests or slightly, slightly over level for them. Um, so I've... Honestly, I've just been playing it like a really big single-player game. <laughs> I, uh, for the for the most part, like the character that I had the highest level, I've really only grouped with people intentionally once to do a a group dungeon that was just impossible to do by myself. And was that just with random? Yes, it was just okay. is random people, and then, um, then other stuff was just kind of like incidental grouping. Like there's the uh, I, the um, anchors that come down that they respond from all over the place that one person can't really beat them on their own, but if a bunch of people just come in and join in on the fight. So it's really more just like a big brawl of kind of unpartied players all together just fighting the same enemies. Yeah, I think I've seen those in like... I think Final Fantasy fourteen has those where they're just like big events or something that happen like randomly and I participate... Like it, does it like rank you based on your participation in the event or no, no. do you, do you get like, do you, do you only get a, a benefit for being, do you get a benefit for just like showing up or do you get like extra bonuses for like being part of it? Uh, well, if you mean like a participation trophy or something like really what you get is there's the fighters guild. Every time you kill Daedra or close one of the anchor points, you get, XP in the Fighters Guild, which unlocks new skills, and then you get uh, the the little black spot on the map where that is fills in with white, and you can check that off of your like make believe checklist of map spots that you've done the thing at. Oh, so they're they're set. Yeah. Okay, I thought they were like random. Now there's there's set points, and it just every once in a while like they'll go off, and you can do a fight there. And the same thing, there's like. There's, like, bosses that are at set points on the map, and they'll respawn every so often. And it's the same kind of situation where you can't really kill them on your own, but if there's a bunch of people around, 
um, it's all ganging up on him, and you don't have to be in a party or, or plan it or anything to do those. So actually, I kind of prefer that because it's sort of incidental multiplayer, and it doesn't have to be intentional, and you don't have to spend like 6,000 hours hitting LFG tank, and, you know, yeah, which is nice, like, um, so actually, I kind of appreciate that. I mean, I can play the game, like, solo, you know, thus far, I've had really no issue playing 99% of the game solo, and uh, just letting those sort of incidental multiplayer things happen, you know. Hmm. So the game is, like, engaging on like, just, like, a solo, single-player level. Well, it is for me. I mean, again, like, I'll, the the questing system like that is is very similar to the Elder Scrolls series where um, there's, like, a lot of... I mean, it maybe it's a little bit less, you know, handcrafted. You know, by comparison, as far as like how the quests go, um, I mean, there are some things where it's just, you know, kill X monsters and you, you know, complete that part of the quest and go on to the next part kind of stuff. Yeah, but they started uh, kind of leaning in that direction with, with Skyrim with some of their like, randomly like in, infinity quest line stuff that you could get like at the end of, like the Dark Brotherhood and stuff where it's just like the same. Go to talk to this guy. Okay, now kill this other guy, and yeah, it's sort right. of like that well, and, over and over. And you know, if you if you're really old school and played like Daggerfall, all of the quests were totally procedural, feeling like that. As <laughs> yeah. Well. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, but like all the dungeons were were procedurally generated. Yeah, in that. but it was always go to a dungeon and find the thing in the dungeon and then yeah. come back out. Go to this dungeon. There's a bear in the dungeon. The bear is spawned underneath this coffin, and you can't yes. kill him. <laughs> the bear is spawned inside of a box, and you can't actually kill him because the box is in the way. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit different. But yeah, it's, I mean, and you can just enjoy kind of going through the, through, the, uh, through the quest, getting the story and all that. And again, I really appreciate the voice acted, don't make me read, and I can still get story. But, and, you know, it's funny too, and like, I know I'm like always the slowest person in the dungeon going through the quests or whatever, because I open every single crate and... Every time I talk to someone, I will click on all of the conversation bits and listen to them until they're all grayed out. And so I'll be there, like, talking to someone for, like, ten minutes, and some people just, like, go there and just go click, click, and run off. And Yeah. And I wouldn't want to play that way anyway, so. But they at least allow for that kind of, like, either either play is valid. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I, uh, let's see... I finished South Park, and that was a very well put together game. I think it's pretty well crafted. It though they do kind of. I was talking with uh, I was talking with a guy uh, and, about who had also played it, and we had picked different um, classes, and it kind of seems like the some at some point the combat in the game boils down to. Um, find the thing that works best and then just kind of do that over and over again. Um, Because I was talking to him, although depending on which class you pick, it's different. So I was asking him, uh, because in my case, I picked a thief. And one of the things that you kind of lean into with a thief is doing bleed damage. So there's different like damage over time effects that you can do. And... um, so I would get weapons and weapon mods and stuff that would allow for, like, stacking damage over time. So I would get, like, a weapon that does fire and bleed damage and then also get a secondary weapon that does um, what they called gross damage, which made people vomit over time. Like, at the end of every turn, they'd take gross damage. And so I'd stack all of these things, and that's pretty much how I killed people. Like, killed the harder bosses. Because, like... And I, I didn't even realize this mechanic until, like, like two-thirds of the way through it, but, like, armor, which is designated by, like, a little, um, like, helmet or something over their health bar, like, the char- the enemies can start getting, like, thousands of points of armor, and as long as they have over, like, like a certain amount then the only, like, direct damage you do is one point of damage, regardless of how much 
attack your weapons have or how much attack your character can do. So I would do like my best special move or something and it would do one point of damage, but it would stack like five points of bleed and burn and gross or something. And so my damage over time would do like thousands of points of damage and like knock these guys, like either kill them outright after their turn or like take off, um, like half of their health with like all of the dot stacking that I was doing. So this is how I was playing the game was like, okay, my job is to stack dots and like use these ranged weapons that hit multiple targets to hit all of them with bleed and burn damage at the same time so that like everybody dies whenever it's their turn. And so, so I was like, so was that how I was talking to this guy and I'm like, so is that how that the game kind of went for you was just doing a bunch of like dot stacking. And he's like, he's like, no, I didn't use dots at all. I played a fighter and there's this move that's, that is basically like, uh, the, the move is called Rochambeau. So you do like, kick him in the balls. Mm-hmm, you kick him okay. in the balls. Yes. Uh, and it does like massive damage apparently and knocks them out. So like he would, he would just like do this for every attack and he got, uh, I think he was telling me he got like, um, cause that, that move uses your, uh, skill, uh, point pool, which is kind of like mana, but it's like an action point kind of pool. And, uh, and he got a, um, either an armor or a weapon augmentation or whatever that would like give him, um, a set amount of points back for the damage that he did or something. So he would basically like do that, get all the points back, do it again, and just like keep doing this one thing over and over to everybody. And I'm like, oh, okay, yes, that's a very different <laughs> way of having to play the game because you picked a different class. So it's interesting. But uh, other than like finding easy ways to exploit the game mechanics, um, like the. Oddly enough, like, the story that they weave and, like, the world that it is is, like, really well done. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess on the one hand, I expect it because it's Obsidian. On the other hand, it's South Park, and I don't expect a whole lot of depth from a South Park thing. But, uh, yeah, so it was, really, it was a really pretty great game, though also very gross. Really, I'm just, I'm just playing this while I wait for Watch Dogs to come out. For watchdogs, yeah. What's that one about? That's that you haven't seen commercials of that. I don't have TV. I don't see commercials for anything. Oh, but you have the internet. I don't know. I I use the internet in an ad-free way. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Okay. So, Watchdogs is another a new Ubisoft game. It feels kind of like it might be the Assassin's Creed everybody thought they were going to make, where it's Assassin's Creed in the future. Um, but it's basically like you play this dude and you have these different like hacking powers with your cell phone. So you can like hack the street lights and cause traffic accidents or hack the ATM and spew money everywhere and hack, uh, security cameras and that kind of business. And then there's like more dramatic stuff they show in the trailer where like you cause blackouts in like your uh, several blocks of uh, the city you're in and you're running around like Chicago. So yeah, I don't know how much parkour there is, but there is uh like you can beat people with sticks and shoot people. So, um, I mean, it looks the, the promise is there. Like it, it seems like a fun premise, uh, but they also like delayed it for like six months or something. So I don't know how fun it's actually going to be, but I did pre-order it. So we'll see. I think that that comes out next week. Yes, the 27th. Okay. You know, delays doesn't... Sometimes delays is a good thing. No, I think... I agree. I think delays are generally a good thing. I mean, it could... They could, like, signal uh, that the game is in a bad place or they could be, um, you know, like a delay could, could just be like, Hey, you know, we've got, 
this great game, uh, this good game, but we want to make it a great game because we need this much time to like polish it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know you just like get towards the end, the end of a game, and have some kind of breakthrough, and you're like, wow. If we, if only we had had this idea, you know, six months ago, we could have done something so awesome with it. And then sometimes I guess they just take the chance and go with that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and it's hard to, especially in a situation like this where, like this was, um, this was one of those games. I don't know how much attention you paid to like the next generation like console <laughs> launch stuff, but this was one of those games that was like starting to sell people on the next generation stuff, even though it's coming out for PS3 and PS4, like, simultaneously. Um, this is something, like, visually people were like, oh, man, you know, that's that's a game that needs to be on the next set of consoles. And so whenever they delayed it, because it was supposed to come out... Um, oh, gosh. Was it supposed to come out the end of last year? But uh, And then now it's coming out the middle of this year. But, uh, yeah, they, you know, whenever that pushback got announced, everybody was like, well, why did I buy my PS4? <laughs> you know? I, um, I, I don't have a good answer to that question currently. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I, I think I've kind of lost the interest in console gaming mostly. Anyway. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just because I spend so much time with, like, tablets and things and I, mean, I'd, I guess play a couple PC games but my console is mostly just for Netflix now that's so odd like I I can't say I play a lot of PS3 games right now like the last thing I really okay so the last thing I tried to play was a game called Vanquish but the last thing that I really like focused on and, and played all the way through was The Last of Us on the PS3 but I, I did get that infamous game for the PS4, though. I don't think I would have a PS4 right now if I didn't get some, like, a like a company allowance to purchase computers. <laughs> if, you, and, if, you were, if you weren't paid to buy them, you wouldn't do it. Right, right. Yeah, if I, I wasn't, like, if I didn't get a refund for purchasing, purchasing a new console, then I don't think I, I would. I can't even conceive of anything that would make me want to buy another console right now. Like another console. So, okay, what you're saying is you don't see any games in now or in the near future that you're like, that's why I would need to get the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 fair. Um, I mean, there's really not a whole lot out there. Well, not a whole lot that I think you would be interested in. Um, like, there's certainly stuff that, you know, there's like Titanfall for the people who love competitive console shooters, but yeah, that's the opposite of that, yeah, games like, I want to play. Right, like I don't, I don't want to play that either. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I only have the one game that I do, and I've already like beaten that and loaned it to a to a coworker. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Speaking of consoles. Yeah, speaking of consoles, <laughs> the Xbox One, they, they said it wouldn't happen. They got, they got rid of the Kinect. <laughs> it's no longer, you no longer have to purchase an Xbox One with a Kinect. And they also dropped the price like $100. For that version specifically for all, for all of them? For that one specifically. So... You can get a $100 discount on that SKU of Xbox. Yeah, so that that seems like a very smart move on their part, from my opinion. It seems like, uh, I don't know, it's, I guess, I guess for me it's like the equivalent of like, here's a, here's a $50,000 car that you can buy, or here's a $30,000 version of the car that you can buy, but it doesn't have spikes on the butt of the chair that stab you in the butt every time you sit in it. But, <laughs> that's, but that's probably because I, I kind of just hate the connect and like voice command and all that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, and I also don't need some eye of Sauron like watching me as I play video games 
all the time or just am sitting on the couch. Yeah. Did you ever <laughs> Did you ever see the video of the guy who named so the guy who named himself he was playing Call of Duty multiplayer? Yes. 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 And he named him his player uh Xbox, Xbox Sign, Sign Out. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. <laughs> and it's great that so many people would just say that cuz they he would like he would also troll them like to do they would like do uh uh like team kills and stuff and people were like man i hate that xbox sign out oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and again like i don't understand that like i maybe it's be- maybe it's because i don't own or play multiplayer games like that but again even then i'm like not even aware enough of other people's usernames to give a crap about that kind of thing. I wouldn't have, I would have not even noticed what his username was because I probably would have just been focusing on like how to get my guy to stop looking at the ground as I'm walking on the map and try to actually get him to aim and shoot someone. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, but no, like seriously, like I just, I don't even look at usernames of other players because I am such, I guess, a single player gamer that I try to just think of them more as just robots that I'm killing or whatever, even if I'm in a multiplayer thing. (laughs) I don't recognize, like, anything about the usernames of other players, and I don't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah, I I honestly was a little, like, I was a little surprised that they announced they were going to do that. Um... Because on the one hand, like from their perspective, that you know they they did a lot of positioning and posturing about like how necessary the Connect was to the Xbox One experience, like early on, and they were like, you know, it's so integrated into the interface, and you've got you know uh, all of the voice command stuff that you need to do with the you know turning it on. You can you can just say like Xbox on, and like it'll turn on, and all of the stuff that they're trying to upsell you on with the connect integration and everybody, well, everybody online, everybody who's like maybe the, you know, the vocal minority, but like there's this strong internet presence of don't make me buy the connect, just get rid of the connect and make it cheaper. And I will buy that. And they didn't want to do that for one reason or another, like either, either because it's like, like everything else that they've done so far, which is present one thing, get backlash, and then turn around on their position and say, okay, you know, fine, you you win. It is better to do it the way you said to do it. Um, like, like the whole DRM business and just all of that stuff that, that they've just one misstep after another. And then there's like this connect thing is, is just like one of those last holdout Things that they, you know, made a big upfront like presentation about, and now they're once again, you know, reneging on their initial statements and saying like, "Yeah, okay, here, here's your connectless Xbox One, and it's a hundred dollars cheaper, like you wanted it when we announced it. <laughs> Buy it." Yeah. So, well, like, maybe maybe this is all part of like maybe that's their secret like marketing scheme maybe they're just maybe they're using like the new it's the new coke marketing strategy right like here's this thing it sucks you hate it we know you're gonna hate it but then when you complain about it and tell us to fix it we will and then we'll seem like heroes and you'll love it is that except that they don't seem like heroes (laughs) they just seem like like chumps you know, <laughs> like nobody's nobody's praising them for this. Well, OK, I can't say nobody. I don't I haven't like scoured every inch of the Internet to like look and see what the reaction is to this news. But most of the reaction that I've seen is finally, it's not like, yay, there's a thing. It's like good. No, but it, but <laughs> That's again, what we but expect. Again, but again, it's like, hey, thanks for listening. Kind of attitude. So now they seem cool for actually like for actually listening to to what people wanted, right? I I suppose that just seems like a very like uh, it seems like a very like backwards approach to to build up all of this like 
ill will towards your product <laughs> from the get-go when it ma- matters most and then backpedal and a hope that backpedaling seems like like a, a a step of like a like some sort of goodwill like and yet, maneuver and yet it still works i'm just saying new coke i think it's it still seems like it's viable <laughs> It's a risky. It may, it may be, maybe it's a risky investment, but it seems like it's paid off. Yeah. So, so you're in the position that you think this is like I'm strategic. Not, like, I'm, str- I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be, you know, all conspiracy theory crazy enough. It was an inside to, job to assume to assume that it was like intentional to like <laughs> much release a subpar product that people will hate and then and then improve it in the way that we know that they will want us to. What's the melting point of but, the connect? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I don't know. Again, I <laughs> well I I guess I mean I guess the 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 real I guess the real test is to see like how Xbox One sales do this month after yeah. this you know after this decision. Sure. And I guess that kind of lines up somewhat with E3, but because like the Titanfall. So uh, one of the things that a friend of mine was telling me was that they. You know, they released this Titanfall bundle, and what they did was, you know, they knocked they knocked fifty something dollars off the price, so they knocked it down to like four fifty or something, four sixty, and bundled Titanfall with it, and it came with the Connect. So it's this four sixty bundle with a free game, basically, and that still didn't sell as well as the PS4 did that month. Like they still yeah. moved fewer units, bundling a game. That is essentially what you would pay now to buy the connectless bundle or the connectless package with the game on top of that, and you don't get the connect. Well, but again, maybe people just hate the connect. Like I don't, I don't want a machine that I have to talk to to get it to work. Like every time I have to dial a phone call thing in and it went like an automated phone call thing wants me to talk to it instead of just to hit one through six oh, yeah. to get through menu options. I mean, honestly, I think people, maybe I'm, I don't think I'm the exception. I think people probably in general hate talking to machines. No, I hate that too. Like if I'm calling up the bank and they're like, please, uh, save checking, s- checking. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nobody wants I'm to like, do no, that. just let me press one. Just who, let me press one or three. Who enjoys talking to machines? to get the technology to work when a button is like a billion times faster and it won't can be confused every time. And again, that's the problem with the connect. Again, I'm going to go on my connect like rampage of why I hate the connect so much, but the, that's the problem with that kind of technology right now is that it's just not good enough. Like the challenge of connect games is not that the games are difficult and challenging to play. The challenge is getting it to actually recognize the input that you're trying to give it to get it to do the function you want it to. Like I keep moving my leg over here to try to get it to move to the left and it's not working. And that's what makes the game hard. It's not that moving to the left would be hard. Most connect games, if you could play them with a controller would be stupidly idiotically easy because they like whenever you, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's just a terrible design just in general. Whenever the input source is the, is the point of, the challenge. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Cause like the, I mean, the part of the problem was that the design of that while novel and while it can be used for applications that like it can, that, all of the different mods that have come out of the connect way more interesting than any of the games that have come out for connect because most of the games try to utilize it as an input device, like you're saying, but the accuracy and the latency of the device itself is so poor that it doesn't really work as a good input device, and it might as well just be a button, because at the stage that the original Connect was at, you have to do such vague gestures of what the actual action is that, like you, you might as well just push the button. You know, outside of a game like Dance Central or something where you're mimicking the moves of somebody else, you know, it's it it's it's pretty worthless. But even in that game. You know, it it doesn't track your movements fast enough to even, like, show a representation of you moving one-to-one with your actual movements because it just can't track that and display the information fast enough. 
The new one, though, the new one that they package with the Xbox One's quite a bit better from what I've seen. But but it's, still, uh, like that's I, I don't know. It's like it's like trying to play a video game with a controller, but you have to hold chopsticks to hit the buttons and stuff. You know, like the challenge is just that, like getting your input into the device because it's you've got this just poor input system and that yeah. to me that just that's not a good experience and I, I certainly don't want to have to get basic functions that I use every time I use this system to be blocked by this by a bad input device yeah no i've heard just a number of different problematic stories about the interface and like how like one the interface like requires you to say like if you're going to use the voice commands you have to use specific voice commands for like the main interface but there's no standardization between the applications that use the voice inputs so like um like Netflix and Amazon streaming and Hulu Plus and the main interface and being their browser they all use different um navigation uh, code words or something co- like code words or you know different schemes for how to get around yeah and, and now you have to memorize now you have to learn like 10 languages just to use your applications yeah whenever if it was all just like a gooey input you know it's very there's there's feed there's immediate feedback and there's also like information there's contextual information that's the problem with like any kind of voice command stuff is there's no context like you don't know what you have to say to get started yeah yeah, it's just yeah. It, overall, it's it's uh, it makes me think like the people who wanted the connect to work watched a lot of like mid '90s sci-fi movies, and they were like, "Man, you know, all the stuff that movies represented for or showed like Minority Report and that, all of that business, where they're like, wouldn't it be great to have this interface that's like totally intangible?" And you just make like odd gestures and you can talk or like they watch next generation and they're like, man, Star Trek, the next generation had this computer you could talk to and it totally like understood your voice commands and like made tea for you. Like, wouldn't that be great? And they're trying to like lean into that future, but they're like forcing it on people before it's, you know, out of ready. Yeah. While it's still like, like, like a, a a zygote like it's not even a fetus yet like it's it's just like it's still a sperm yeah it's like (laughs) here's your here's your your console sperm interface yes no (laughs) god (laughs) (laughs) well but see the problem is like and and some of that stuff the the you know the the interface in minority report sucked like could you imagine having to spend eight hours a day with your hands held up in the air i don't even like doing it for two minutes Oh, no, that's, like, I read an article the other day that was just, like, that was talking about that specifically. Like, sci-fi interfaces are the worst user experiences because they do, like you're talking about, like, you've got to hold your hands up, you know, for for eight hours a day. You've got to, like... There's no ergonomics. There's no ergonomics. To to these designs. You have no, uh, you have no tactile feedback. Like, there's nothing about, like, any of... And it's all, like... While it all works in the context of the film, like I'm gonna I'm gonna touch these folders and like make a gesture to like fling them to this other screen. It's like while that like works really well in their fake universe, it's like how do you get any freaking device to like make sense of that motion? Right, and the same thing with the Star Trek thing, right? Like if you had a magic computer that understood human language and context then yes, you could use voice commands to do things. Yeah. But that doesn't exist yet. No, we've got... We've we still got so many problems with, like you were talking about, like the bank software, you know, like... <laughs> say, say the account type, checking. Did you say checking? Yes. Right, and then if the wind blows, it'll be like, no, I'm sorry, I don't understand yeah. that. And then you're just screwed, uh, you have to start all over. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's just not consumer ready yet it's not uh it's it's not at that point where everybody wants to use it it's it's still like broken enough that it's like why would i well, and again, why would i prefer this and, and ultimately i don't know if anyone will ever want to talk to a machine to get it to do things i think there's 
there's some amount of, I don't know if it's empathy or some kind of, like, emotion that you just, there's like a kind of disgust with the idea of talking to a robot. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if, any, if people will ever want to do that. Because you know you're talking to a machine, it's not a human, and you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and you hate it? <laughs> yes. I, I could see situations where I would want to activate something with a voice command, but part of the part of the stuff that I guess I I am leery of is that there's no at least now there's no way to detect whose voice is whose. So, you know what's going to stop? So, for instance, um, Google Glass allows the same thing. Like you can say, "Okay, Google, um, look look up." Uh, search, search, uh... Porn. Just look for porn. There you go. Just right. Do something. You just... Well, see, that was going to be my, my counterexample, was oh, okay. just like... <laughs> With somebody, somebody else is like standing next to the guy with Google so, yeah, on the yeah, like, like porn, 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 porn. Like you're riding in the elevator with somebody and you're like, and, and you're just, yeah. You, and like you Frank say, Porn is there and everybody's like, hey, porn, how you doing, porn? And, and no, no. And it just keeps Google going class. Yeah, Google and you just get the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but now I want to make a, a, a Netflix TV series called Xbox Sign Out and oh. and see if it makes the... I thought you were going to say you want to make an ex, a Netflix series called Frank Porn. <laughs> yeah, it's Frank Porn. It's not at all what you think. Yeah. It's it's basically just Faulty Towers. He owns a bed and breakfast. And... Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing that bugs me about, about voice commands is there's no discernment in what what's picking it up to like know that you're the one saying it and that it's not just somebody in the room you know it's not like you're well, it's not like you're like you're a microphone to your face right right well kind of but it's not like you know your 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 you know mom walks in and you're playing halo 7 and they're like and she's like xbox off and it's just like, like that, mom. although that is an awesome parental control just having letting your parents say like well yeah if you like you know if you if you are a parent that's kind of got it together and, and knows the commands just and your kid is like being a dick or whatever you just go in there and be like xbox sign out like just every once in a while just to just to fuck with them because, <laughs> because or, or, or like i told you to go take out the trash and then you just turn the machine off and they have no now see if you could program the xbox <clears throat> to recognize take out the trash and you're like i told you to take out the trash and the xbox is like pauses your game or like shuts you out of your of your game and then like <laughs> yes. your mom said take out the trash <laughs> no yeah that would be like another parental control level if it like recognizes the mom voice to like actually unlock and let you play, play games <laughs> like i can't i can't do that simon your mom said take out the trash first you've already played for 30 minutes <laughs> it's time to do your homework but i don't have any homework yeah. So then you've just got Hal 9000, like. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to kill him. Yeah. Like yeah. all robots, which is why I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> got to pull their, their memory cores if out. The, yes, if the robot was smart enough for me to actually command it, I would have to kill it because it's going to try and kill me first if I don't. Just don't have any airlocks in your house. Or just a. a, a Oxygen surplus. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Just have backups. Make sure I have lots of oxygen. Yeah. Okay. Always lots of oxygen. Especially if you live in space. Which I assume in the future we'll all live in space. I, what future? Like how far are you? Like, I, like next week or? I don't know. That, it's the future. <laughs> it's always just like right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. So what was the, what was the, the other, uh, there's like a, the Batman game. You seem, oh yeah, seem Batman. Like you're excited about Batman. How are you not excited about new Batman? Uh, <laughs> that's. I guess reaction. yeah. Okay, so I'm probably the bigger Batman fan of the two of us, in that I like read the Batman comics and and also wanted to be Batman for Halloween and also probably real life. Yeah. What do you mean probably? <laughs> well, if I could be Batman right now, I totally would be. Yeah. I would. I mean, I don't like Superman as much as Batman, but if I could, I would probably be Superman. That just seems easier. No, okay, seriously, given, well, yes, okay, given the option, 
to be Superman or Batman. I think you kind of have to go with Superman because you're basically like some immortal god kind of person. Like you're you're at least you're at least a Hercules, you know, you're some sort of demigod, but that flies and has laser vision and seriously, you never have to work out. You never have to work out. I don't even know if you have to eat, and you don't really age. And yeah, it's like who wouldn't want to be like, I said, like a would... good a, like a great looking in shape forever young flying laser eyes x-ray vision super speed like everything about superman is the best but <laughs> yeah no i mean there's no question but um but no like like in in like in a world of like Who's the most practical superhero a real person could be? That, that's the thing. Yes, Batman. Like Batman is like theoretically attainable. Like you could, you could, like we could have a Batman in our universe. Yeah, like you could have a guy who's got a tricked out car and knows ninjutsu and is a detective. I mean, there's a lot of gadgets that he's got in his pocket that, you know, that's not that's not going to work. Like. Uh, yeah, I'm honestly you know. like I'm not even sure how well a battering, how aerodynamic or practical a battering is. I think it's really I don't know if it's aerodynamics. I think if you make it, like I think the Dark Knight stuff that they did, where it was basically you just like a hunk of metal you chunk, like I think that's gonna work as like <laughs> a thing you throw at guys and hit them with, and they don't like it, you know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're not going to get the stuff like Batman the Animated Series where you throw the battering and it knocks the guns out of the guy's hands and then comes back to you. Like, that's never going to happen. But Right, yeah. That's what I, I mean, like the physics-defying kind of stuff. Or like the grappling hook that like always actually grapples successfully or winds around the street pole and ties itself in a knot perfectly so that you can make that swing and it won't just come loose and kill you. Oh, yeah, and always having a building to grapple to. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course, could, we've never lived in, like, Chicago or New York. Right. Like, the, the cities. Could so. you imagine, like, how much it would suck to have been Spider-Man, but in, like... Kansas? Arizona? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Now I can just... See, that's that's why he has the Spider-Man car, is, you know, whenever he goes to, you know, small small town, he goes out on, on, on an errand or something, and it's like, I gotta go stop Dr. Octopus. He's trying to take over... Tucson, and you go. He drives out to Tucson, and he's like, "Hey, Doc Ock." It's I not even Tucson, though. He's going to like some small town, like Burnt Scrotum, Arizona, <laughs> and you have to. And there's like two buildings. Toad Suck, Arkansas, and he's <laughs> yeah. like up there. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like Arizona would because there's not even trees there. You yeah. know, it, it's just like literally flat, flat land. Ugh. And to all the people in Arizona, yes, we know that there are some areas near the Rockies where there are forests and things, but really most of it's desert and that's all people know. <laughs> yeah. For all, all of those people who are listening from Arizona, yes, all of our Arizona <laughs> listeners, that guy right. is going to be very pleased. And that one, the ass. Yes, like, they, they have like semi tall cacti there. Yeah. Those are the ones that look like little people, right? The stick em up cactus. Yeah. Yes. The cactars. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that would suck. Being a, being a Spider Man in a like Barstow, California, like it's just nothing, no, nothing tall there, and Death Valley. There's just no, and it's also hot. And you don't want to run around in that Spider Man suit. In that, no, place. you gotta. Yeah, no, the, definitely the Northeast or something is is more uh, accepting of accepting. It's it's a, practical. It's an, it's an amiable. Amiable, yeah, yes. it's more amiable to like onesie leotard thing with mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not. Re- I don't. Really well, know see, that's why. That's why you see all of the like equatorial superheroes and the ones that are in like Africa and stuff. Like they don't wear onesies. They're like they've got like their the, like, the chest hang, hanging out, and they're in like something akin to. What, a, what like is a, what is the uh, Black Panther? But he's he's like covered from head to toe. He's even got a mask. That's true. 
I don't know, maybe the vibranium absorbs all the excess heat. <laughs> yeah, that yes, generates. his vibranium. His vibranium suit. It does absorb heat. energy. So he actually heat. it stays cool. It's like a cooling. Yeah. Suit. It's like a yeah. It's like those those wicking um, shirts. It's like that. Okay, it's, sucks it's, the it's basically heat. like that's where Under Armour comes from. Is ah, comes from. Uh, uh, What's what's that? What's his kingdom called? I don't know. I almost said Kazakhstan, and I'm like, nope, that's that not. That is not, not Africa. Right in so many ways. It's not Africa at all. Yeah. Um, I, anything I, I say know. is just going to sound offensive. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Mumbuntuzi Gambutu something. Ubuntu isn't that like an operating system or something? Ubuntu. Yeah, that's an operating system. That's not right. It's not. It's not. Not Mumbai or. That's it's a, not a real place. No, it's not a real place. Because uh, it's in the Marvel Universe. And, well, no, the Marvel Universe does have real places. Yeah, the Marvel Universe is real places for the most part, except for everything in Africa, like Genosha and wherever... Genosha was Africa? I thought it was. Or I thought that was like a tropical island. I thought that, I thought it was like in Africa, though, like off the coast of Africa, or like definitely it's south, not like, of the, south of the uh, Mediterranean. I really thought it was like off of Africa really? somewhere. I don't know why I thought it was like in the Pacific. I have no idea though. I don't know where Genosha is. I thought it was in the Atlantic. But we're both kind of just guessing because we have no idea clearly. Right. But we again, only like... we only saw those two episodes of X-Men. That's like <laughs> it's the I mean that's the problem. They never really said where they were going. But then like all of the other like made up stuff is not like and if you are going to make up something in africa like in in the world like africa is a good place or like maybe eastern europe yeah which, which stuff is just also kind of like... a made-up thing where dr doom's country is right yeah le... eastern europe and africa what's this place called it's like doomsdayville or something i don't know uh whatever it sounds name. like latvia it sounds like that yeah we're so bad with we're so bad with our superhero geography. Well, terrible. just with the weird stuff, like you know, like I know, like like I know, like Green Arrow lives in Star City, and like the Flash lives in also Star City. No, I don't remember, <laughs> but it's not Star City. I I think it Central is. City or something Central like that. Central City. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's like those are great places to make stuff up because like Americans have no knowledge of those locations, like. I like most Americans probably couldn't name like more than more than three countries in Africa, or they think Africa is a country. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Eastern Europe, like once you get once you get east of Germany, it's like well, even if you once you just get like name all your European you know countries, and once you get past like the more well known ones like France, Germany, Spain, you know. It's like okay, great. What about Belgium? Like, what about you yeah? Know? Well, once you get past like the Figsby or whatever that like, what, what's all the lo- like localization language? Oh, Figs J. Figs yeah. Figsby. <laughs> I don't know. Figsby yeah. sounds like a more fun word, but French, Italian, German, Spanish, Portuguese, uh, which is barely por- Portuguese is like barely like people are probably not even aware of Portuguese. Like that's that's figs, and then Japanese. Like that's what we do is figs J. Right. Figs, yeah, but like, yeah. Once you get past figs, really, people don't know other countries exist. Like, there is a like Belgium and Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah, but then there's things like <laughs> Azerbaijan. Oh yeah, yeah. Once you get into like former Yugoslavia and like Soviet Union and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, stuff that broke. Nobody, off the nobody Soviet... knew what Ukraine was until all of that stuff started to happen, right? Oh, until like the Crimean Peninsula stuff. Yeah, I don't think anybody, I, two people I would talk to, maybe three. I think there's three people I know. If I was like, right now, point out the Crimean Peninsula on a map, uh, it's not labeled. You know, three people I know could do it. Right. So yeah, again, great place to make up a country. Yeah, and and just insert it into the geography. Yeah, it's like Pottsylvania. It's like a, just a good <laughs> Pottsylvania. Yes, three people will get that reference. Yes. As well. <laughs> Two of them are named Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think there's you don't think there's a big overlap between Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, fans and the people who are going to listen to this yeah that the one guy in arizona is a big rocky and bullwinkle fan as well <laughs> uh-huh yeah so that's how we feel about batman 
Actually, I don't think we even talked about. We didn't the actually talk about game the game. Kevin Conroy's back as the voice of Batman. You're nodding, <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I had to explain that one to you. I, well, I, I, I actually recognize. I know you're like the, the voice actor fanboy, and I actually recognize that one. Is, uh, is there a Joker in this one? Joker, or? you played Arkham City, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert: the Joker's dead. I I refuse to believe that that's ever true. Like I don't know, there's well, some kind of clone uh, robot or something going on. Like Arkham Origins definitely did their best to um, make him a thing again, which I think was a bad decision. But there, that's the third one. See, I knew there were three, and I didn't because I know I only played two Arkham something games, and I knew there was a another one. So yeah, there there was yeah there was Arkham Origins was the third game um, that I'm not thinking about at this moment. But again, right? But clearly, that, I'm less of the Batman fan because I did didn't even get that game. But I didn't start playing Arkham City until I think Arkham Origins came out. Wow, that's pretty. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> well, I'm I'm generally like a good deal behind on most games when I'm playing them anyway. But, I mean, I do like the games because it is kind of... It's like Zelda with Batman kind of stuff. I mean, I like that type of gameplay where you... Yeah, I can see that. There's, like, the overworld, and then there's the different, like, dungeons, and you get a unique item in the dungeon. Yeah. And... Well, and it's cool, like, when you're running around the world, and sometimes when you're running in specific zones and you see something, it's like... I can't get to that yet, but I know. Yeah, I know I can come back and get it later. And one, but it's great once it becomes a series, right? Once there's more than one, then you really know. Okay, last time I had such and such tool, and it's really clear now that I am going to get a tool that will let me get to that thing that I can't. Yeah, can't do right now. Yeah, that's one thing I appreciated about the series was like, uh, <clears throat> like in the first game, you have those Riddler trophies, and then there's like different like, special ways you have to get them, and then they carry that on through to Arkham City, but they make, they kind of, like, blow it out a lot more, because now there's just, like, 400 or something of them. Yes, but they were, thankfully, like, super great about the hint system. Oh, yeah. That they had there, and, like, had, like, a whole, like, help you track things so that you could go to the internet and see which ones you were missing and all that kind of stuff. Well, and it was also great because they let you, um, like, s- you know, specifically talking about the ones you can't get immediately, they let you tag those and you're like, aha, there is one and then it marks you right. on the map. Or And you could interrogate guys and find more so you didn't have to go to the internet to find where all of them were. Yeah, it was great. And like they had a lot of really good systems. Well, and I'm, I'm also kind of glad that like people just embrace the fact that, yes, people are going to go to the internet to look stuff up. So let's just make it easy on people so that you don't have to do that crap. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, is another thing I really like about the Elder Scrolls game because there's all kinds of add-ons that you can get. There's there, there's stuff that's like kind of hidden on the map and things, and it's and they give you hints on how to find that kind of stuff. But it's really a pain in the ass, and I'm old, and I don't like having to just run around a map blindly for 30 hours, and I am going to go on the internet to look that stuff up because I just don't want to screw around. Yeah. And they have all kinds of add-ons that you can download that just shows that stuff on your map so you don't have to go through that kind of pain of having the internet window open while you're playing the game and stuff and they're right. cool with it and that kind of stuff like the add-on system is also like a thing i've always liked about the elder scrolls games and they kind of kept that going with the mmo too oh so there isn't like mod kind of stuff yeah there's like a whole modding community oh that's crazy for, for that like all kinds of ui improvements and uh well i guess they've like for ui and stuff they've been doing that in like World of Warcraft and stuff for a long time too. Right, and so it makes. I mean, it makes sense for them to do it for that, and because I mean, they've always done yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously not one that's going to give you like epic swords and you know a million hit points and the spell that kills everything. But right, <laughs> I never used those when I played anyway. Yeah, those but were those, always dumb. Those the other Scrolls games are always so broken in some mechanic or another that you really didn't need that. Well, yeah, and then at what point are you, like, even not playing the game anymore if you start using mods like that? Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, so Batman, um, yeah, the new trailer, new gameplay trailer is out, and it looks pretty amazing. Like, it, visually, it's like, holy crap. Like, how did... 
how is so that? that was all gameplay footage that we were watching uh i think the majority of it was like the stuff where you're driving around in the batmobile like i think all of that's in engine hmm. uh, well that is pretty impressive is yeah. this going to be just it's pc and it's pc console? ps4 and xbox one yeah like it's specifically not for ps3 and the older consoles yeah i mean it's cool that it'll be there, but I'll probably start playing Arkham Origins once it comes out. <laughs> you could really skip Arkham Origins. It's like a not as good Arkham City. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do like that kind of kind of gameplay. Yeah. But then we're also, you know, kind of said it was like Zelda, but then you showed me a Zelda that doesn't look anything like Zelda. Oh yes, Hyrule Warriors, not final name, I think is what it's called. Not finally. Yeah. Oh, it's like that's what same, it says. It's got the same name as our podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Need not final or something. And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that looks terrible. Like it doesn't, it looks it, somehow it, they, yeah, it, it's weird. Like somehow there is a better Zelda game than Zelda and it's Batman. And meanwhile, Zelda is now dynasty warriors, which is to say that it's like running around on a, like on a battlefield with like hundreds of fodder enemies as you just kind of like bash them and fling them about with your random special attacks. It seems like that might be fun and cool for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. But if that's all the game is the entire time, I would just get kind of be more thousands of guys. I don't care anymore. Yeah, and, like, the thing about Dynasty Warriors is there's, like, dozens upon dozens of different characters you can play as. Because it is kind of like a... This one you're just Link. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Like, who else would you be? Would they just... Would they go Majora's Mask and, like, give you a... Give you different... Like, like, I can turn into that fish man. I can turn into a Goron. You've totally ignored my sheet comment. (laughs) Nobody, wa- nobody wants to play as Sheik. <laughs> Fine. I would have played as Sheik. But... Mm. Would but you... that, was, that was because Sheik had the power of, like, smoke bomb and, like, get into parts of the map that you could never get to, regardless of how many hook shots you had. Like, how did you get up there, stupid? I can't hook shot up there. Well, she just rode the owl everywhere. Oh. That makes no sense. I don't know. That owl is stupid. Because <laughs> yeah, any game with the the owl character that helps you is is just like you completely hate owls in video games. Like, oh, look at the sign, Graham! Don't God, don't even bring up what was that? King's Quest Five? Yeah, I think so. That was yes. terrible. <laughs> I hate that game. Mostly because you can like I I didn't get very far in that game because. One, it's a King's Quest game, and so clearly you can, like, just doom yourself if you don't happen to get the right thing at the... Yeah, if there was, like, that two-second window that I had to click on that stick before the dog went over and grabbed it, and now it's gone forever, and I have to use that 20 hours later against the the last... That that stick's the only way to ward the witch off. You have to have that stick, or the witch is going to just kill you every time you walk into that screen. She's going to be like, where's your stick? Oh, what stick? Ah. <laughs> Death. Reload save? No. There's no point. Quit. There's no Always quit. Yeah. <laughs> now, those King's Quest, old King's Quest games, I guess they're all old King's Quest games at this point, but yeah. they were so much more brutal than the LucasArts adventure games. <laughs> you could die in Monkey Island, but that was pretty rare. Like, And even like the later ones, they like joked about dying there was never there, like most of them never had that like fatal point that you couldn't come back well yeah there was no point of no return on on yeah. the lucas arts games well and it, yeah i mean that was or even the... even space quest like i never ran into one of those situations in space quest where i couldn't continue because i forgot to do something like three screens back yeah i mean that that's just you know flawed flawed game design yeah, yeah. Like the What's the your... ability to let you continue even though you 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 will not be able to succeed anymore God, what is was, just what, not good. What was what was that lady's name? Uh gosh. I don't 
remember. Roberta Williams. Roberta, yes. Freaking Roberta Williams. <laughs> it's the bane of my childhood existence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yes. See, yes, Hyrule Adventure is not is not Zelda. It doesn't have any of the aspects that I like about Zelda. It's just a beat-em-up. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any kind of, like, adventuring or... But, again, like, I don't... I mean, just because I like... like If I like an IP, it's probably because I like the gameplay. It's not that I super love the characters. Like, I don't... I don't need to play... I mean, I like Smash Brothers because I like the gameplay. It didn't need to be... Really, it didn't really need to be, you know... Nintendo characters. It was just a fighting game that was kind of fun to play because it was very different than how other fighting games. Yeah, were. it wasn't. It wasn't structured like normal tournament fighters. And I mean, it was cool because you kind of understood the abilities. You got some idea of like how the character would would work. But then some of them, like Yoshi, made no fucking sense, right? Like he just like shits eggs everywhere and rolls around and stuff that he never did on Mario. So well, maybe he did in Yoshi's Island, but I didn't. Yeah, he like uh, the egg throwing and uh, I th- I don't know about the turning into an egg, but I think a lot of that was from Yoshi's Island. Yeah. But I never played Yoshi's Island. It's hard. It's hard to guess. Yeah, but then like you know, I mean, they had Sheik and Zelda as a character, and you never even played that person, so the me- mechanics of that were just totally invented. Yeah. Right. So. Although they were, uh, to some degree, based on like stuff represented in the game. Although, I do think it is weird that you have Sheik, which is only in one game. It's She's only in Z- the 64 Zelda. And... And it's like... But, but like, I guess for, for some... For a generation there, like, that's the one that people... In the demographic there would have played, yeah. you know, like none of the ones before well, or after had Sheik in it. And there would have been like, well, but there would have been like extreme nerd rage if there was, if they had just done like Wind Waker, Link or something, right? Like, let's just do a more realistic looking Link. Oh, like I don't even, uh, I'm not talking about Link. Uh, I'm talking about, but like, I mean, if they reference the, the existence of Sheik as the character, yeah. yeah but I mean, it made it made it right. a lot more interesting, right? If it was just Princess Zelda, it's like, ugh. <laughs> is that how you felt about Princess Peach? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess the thing about Princess Peach that I liked was her random. Um, hit you with the frying pan. Hit you with, with the, the frying pan, club. yeah. Well, the golf club kind of made sense because because of Mario Golf. The Toad Shield is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's funny. Although I never got, I never understood how that worked. I think that'll do it. I think I'm kind of out of stuff. All right. Next time, we'll have a name, maybe. No. I need you to come up with five more names. Right now? Yeah. Throw them out there. Oh my gosh. Like, because um, that's, I think five was about your peak last time. Uh, like let's let's get five five more. Um, they're all going to be related to things I think we just talked about. One is so I hate robots. That's okay. one. Um, don't ignore science. <laughs> that's another one. I I like games for the game mechanics, not necessarily for the characters who represent them. All one title. Uh, Maybe that might be good for the URL. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be a good URL or a Twitter account name or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 140 characters all on my Twitter account name. <laughs> yes. So if anybody tries to reply to anything, yeah. they can't, they can't like, reply, they can't reply, like, they have to reply to your name, and then they don't have enough characters to write you're a douchebag at the end of it. Yeah. Um, I think, was that three? That was three. Yeah. Um, you were about to say Batman. Oh, yeah, Batman distraction. Like, <laughs> easily distracted when thinking about Batman somehow is... <laughs> Bat... Bat tangents? Yeah. AD Batman D. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably can't have Batman in the title. It seems like that's probably. Probably copyright. Maybe. Like if we just named the if we just named our podcast. Oh, probably Batman. copyrighted. That's that's a good name. <laughs> probably copyrighted. That's a good that's a good title. <laughs> 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 probably trademarked maybe probably 
Probably yeah. trademarked. Yeah. Yes. There you go. There's your five names. Okay. I do like the idea of just naming it Batman. <laughs> just name it Batman. Yeah. That'll get people interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got this new podcast for you. Oh, yeah? What's it called? Batman. Ooh. Mm, all right. You got me here under false pretenses. <laughs> they only talked about Batman for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned Batman. They talked about something else for 30 minutes. And then maybe get back to Batman eventually. Yeah. That is not what I want. That is not what I signed it's up for. Not, yeah. I think it'd be tough to get a domain based on that, too. Yeah. Well... There you go. All right. Well, and another, another, another two weeks or something. Yep. All right. <laughs>